I can't sit back and do nothing anymore. Wasing the needing of a Lendell a hero. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadrille Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor. You can find me on the 17th Shard Forums as Fifth of Daybreak. And with me, I have the rest of the original Lost Legends. Hi, I'm John. I go by Clovermite Online, and I play Tony Darkomancy. I'm David, and I play Lord Falcone. My name is Brian, and my character is called Tajmil. I'm Kelly, and I play Merida. Welcome to Season 2, everyone. Hey! Hooray! Yay! When we last left the Lost Legends, they were in uh, Alloy's basement, and he had just told them that he wanted them to steal from the Lord Mistborn. Alright, well, Tony is still leaning forward, trying to get Liv's attention, and waving at her. And I think Liv, you know, there's a lot of bad blood from, uh, Recent events, cough, cough. And so uh, any time that, like, she is forced to notice you because she's staring pointedly ahead, but when she, you do, like, catch her, like, looking over at you, it is definitely with a full-on glare. And Tony just smiles broader and, like, more frantically, oh, she's looking at me, she's looking at me. And Alloy is going to cut in, uh, and he is going to say, there is a very distinct box inside the Lord Mistborn's manor. And inside of it is a book and a large number of metal spikes. I require that crate, whatever it takes. Now we're talking. Say, I got an idea. What are we going to get paid for doing this here? Once I have achieved my goal, material wealth will no longer be difficult for me, or very important. So, whatever it is you might imagine you would want, well... just speak and I can see if I might get it for you. How's about you give me the deed to this place we're in then, huh? If you think that would be sufficient compensation for your help, Tajma, yeah, I would be more than happy to give you ownership of this estate. Normally I do half up front and half after, but you could just give it all to me now if you, if you want to get that done, because I know these things kind of take time, <laughs> paperwork and whatnot. Uh, for just a moment, you feel a breeze on your face, and the coin that you had picked back up and started flipping... Uh, disappeared halfway between your hand and, or, uh, up in the air where it reached the top of its arc in your hand. And Alloy is holding the coin in his hand, running it back and forth across his fingers. No, I think I will wait until after. I would be, uh, caught, caught off by this and thinking immediately that Sonichu had something to do with this. And I would be yelling in my coat at Sonichu. As he's flipping the corn between his fingers, not even notice that he was the one that took it. Dad bird, you're bad. Told you no more of that. Tony starts clapping. <laughs> Are there any other concerns about oh, payment? Can I get paid in being famous? I can certainly get you set up to create a better magic show, but I cannot make you famous. But with the right resources, even the shabbiest magician can look impressive. I like looking impressive. I imagine with the right amount of resources, you could even convince somebody to invent things for you to help you 
astound and amaze. Ooh, that's a great idea. And I, like, nudge Merida. Merida, write that down. Use money to make people invent things. <laughs> she scoffs and writes very tiny in the margin of her notebook. Hey, wait, I can't read that. Yeah. Oh, is it? Is it like your notebook is just for tin eyes? Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Lord Falcombe, I understand that you are trying to rebuild your family's estate. Yes, I I believe that whatever form of material compensation you could give me would be enough. While I cannot give you the influence to rebuild trade connections, I can certainly get you substantial amount to get you on your feet and start it again in the Great War. Wait, we're going to have a Great War? It was a figure of speech. The Great Game. Battle of the Houses. Meta starts writing this down. Hey, wait, that's larger than the one that I wanted you to write down. It's okay, Tony, don't pay attention to that. So, so and for you, Merida? Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, David. Uh, so, how are we going to be dividing duties and <laughs> duties. splitting up this job? I'm good at distraction. Oversight and management might be cumbersome dealing with Nine people. Hey, I got an idea. What if we dress Tony up as one of the gardeners and try and get him into the place and uh, slip him in with the other workers and then he just sneaks in there, steals it. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I'll take the deed from this dude who is uh, pretty good at stealing himself. Swipe that coin like it was nothing, but... And then I do a magic show as a gardener. Yeah. Now you're thinking... Shouldn't we wait to plan when the other team is with us as well? Like, in the conversation? They're, they're, they're in the room. They're, they're definitely there. But they're not in the conversation. They're, they're there in the room, like, around the circle with you. Okay. What? Oh, yeah. Do one of you guys want to dress as a gardener, too? One of you can even be my magician's assistant. I don't know about that plan. It sounds like there's an awful lot of fluff and not a lot of oomph. Oh, yeah, Fluffles could get involved, too. Good suggestion. And and Tony, like, pulls him out and starts petting him and rioting affection. Go ahead and give me a rioting roll. Difficulty five, because there's not a lot of affection between these people here. Aw. I got fours. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Nobody pays any attention to Fluffles. Mera turns to Alloy and says, You asked about what my payment what I want most is information about, like, substantial information about anything. Stuff I can use for leverage, blackmail, anything you have. There are secrets that I could tell you. I don't know how many would say to your curiosity, but... Should things come the way I foresee, I will need a strong right hand. As long as it deals with information, then sure. Sounds like a deal. Don't you already have a right hand? I can see it. Do you need to lift weights? Merida kind of shows Tony her left hand and does, like, motions like she's doing a magic trick and flicks her hand real close to him, goes abracadabra, and just, like, ignores him. You could be my magician's assistant. In fact, we could be co-magicians. I'm liking this plan more and more. Tessney, and for the rest of the group, Lady Fatine, Gliv, Glim, Liv, Taman. I already understand the price of your cooperation. 
your quests will be met as well. However, it does seem that the animosity between your two groups might grow to become a problem. Tesney, I expect you to work as liaison between them and find a way to make an accord. I can agree with that, and I'm sure that our group, our side, can agree. I like Tesney. Yeah. He's as impartial as anyone can be in this. I think that's something that I can manage. So long as you guys don't hit my knee with an arrow, because this thing, oh boy, it's still hurting from that last one. Yeah, what about a tomato? Maybe I can start collecting the whole set of y'all. Oh, yeah. Tony's real familiar with those, but... I try nope. to stay away from them personally to cause the acid reflux. Hey, how many spikes are we... What, what kind of spikes are we getting anyway? The number and nature of the spikes in the box is unknown to me. You only need to ensure that they and the book are inside before bringing it back. Any chance of getting a look at the book ourselves? Well, Merda, I would expect nothing less of you, as long as it fi- ends up in my hands. Hey, I can I can get with that. Except you might want to put it in his left hand, because apparently he's been having trouble with his right one recently. Sure, Tony. Sure. I'll do that. Was there anything else that you needed from me at the moment? Well, actually, if you want to give me that D right now, I'll take it. I already told you, Tashmio. That's not going to happen. Why don't you focus on books? That's good advice to learn. Books? How is books going to help us steal these spikes? Books are excellent sources of information. Hence, mine, that I write in. Very valuable. Uh, the only time a book's oh, been valuable for information idea. is if you need to make a pile of them to stand up to see over some wall. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I will stress one more time the paramount importance of getting this particular book. If it is not in the crate with the, with the spikes, you will have to find it elsewhere in the estate, because the spikes are only half of the shipment. I need the book as well. This is non-negotiable. Well, what's the title, since if it's not in the crate, we'll have to know what to look for. I do not believe that book itself has a title, but it will be in the Lord Mistborn's own hand. So we have to steal it from Lord Mistborn himself, like, we're gonna have to slice and dice. That might even depend on the time of day you're trying to steal it. Also, we're gonna cut off his right hand, so we can give it to you... And then you have no, you see, Tony, a strong right hand is a euphemism for a good person managing your affairs. Even the best magician needs an assistant, and when that happens, you have to go and hire someone else to do that position for you. And I was subtly hinting that Merida could be that person. What's a euphemism? It's like a big scary monster. Merida, please take care of Tony. Yeah, I got that. Wait, so... so what's a euphemism? What'd you say, Brian? Oh, I was just gonna say euphemism isn't it kind of like a half half lion, and it's got like a um, scorpion tail. Oh, there's monsters. You mean a chimera? Yeah, a euphemism. Merida shakes her head and just like puts her hand on Tony's shoulder and just whispers, "Please stop." I'm so confused right now. <laughs> Oh, you'll learn about it later, Tony. Don't worry, they got some good uh, bedtime stories in these books, so not gonna lie. 
Oh, so this is one of those grown-up things. Wait a minute, I'm a grown-up now. I don't need to be told that anymore. What's a euphemism, Merida? I demand to be told. Glim is going to stand up. I can't sit here and listen to these people prattle on any longer. And he's going to walk out and go to the ladder and climb up. And uh, Liv is going to jump up and follow right behind him. Tony starts riding sense of uh, um, willingness on Merida. For what? <laughs> Let's know what a euphemism is. Oh, still on that. Wow. Poor guy. Why don't you just tell him? Pair of fours and two nudges. What do I roll? Uh, roll your spirit. That'll be five. All right. I got uh, four nudges. <laughs> you want to spend a spirit and two your spirit to resist telling him what a euphemism is? Or can we get just move on? <laughs> I'll tell him what a euphemism is. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I know what a euphemism is myself. Like, the exact definition. Well, this has been great and all, but I have important things to do. So, if you would please clear my basement. Wait, 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 wait. You seem like a smart guy. Won't you tell us what a euphemism is? <laughs> Alloy puts his hood back up and he walks to a small door in the back of the room and walks through it and it locks behind him. Ah, he doesn't care. We'll never find out what a euphemism is. Say, why don't Wait, <laughs> he said books are good for learning. We could we could ask Wittens if we have a book that'll tell us what a euphemism is. Okay, Merida looks in her book and finds that a euphemism is a mild or indirect word or expression substituted for one considering to be harsh or blunt when referring to something unpleasant or embarrassing. I don't know. That kind of sounds like a chimera to me, personally, but... Lady Fatine, who has not introduced herself yet, gets up and walks over to your group. She says, maybe I can elucidate things for you. If I were to come over here and say, I'm Lady Fatine... And if you ever try to steal from my crew again, I'll kill you. That would not be a euphemism. However, if I came over here and said, if you ever tried to steal from my crew again, I'm going to put you six feet under, that would be a euphemism. Okay. All right. Oh, I get it now. Something to do with being underground. Oh, no harm, no foul. We'll end up working well together, I'm sure. It may be no harm at this point, but it was definitely not called for. Not the most professional thing we've done in our lives, no. Probably we can not. send over a servant next time to announce us, so you'll know what we're calling. Yes, make sure that I'm there next time, so things can go differently. Snee will oh, be yeah. in touch, and she's going to turn and uh, go to the ladder. I think Merida's going to watch her leave. I think we're going to get along really well. She wants to be part of the party now. I don't think that's at all what she wants. I think she wants to kill nah, us. Get out of town. That lady's our biggest fan. I think she's pretty interesting. Okay, uh, you guys... Leave out of the basement uh, through the customary route. The uh, guards left it open this time instead of just shutting it every single time between people coming up and down. And uh, you head back towards the manor. Uh, nothing really happens along the way. 
you open the door to the manor, and uh, Witness comes bustling out from the kitchen somewhere, helps Tony undress, and says, Welcome home, sir. It is good to see you. Thank you, Witness. Do you know what a euphemism is? We had a hard time figuring it out. Of course, sir. I used plenty of a euphemisms in my old line of work. Gross. <laughs> oh, really? I don't think you've talked to me much about your old line of work. Tony, you didn't tell me your uh, butler was a uh, lady of the night. <laughs> uh, Witness looks over at you and he uses the same expression that he used when he threatened to cut you. <laughs> I'll just sulk away. <laughs> May oh. I ask what the order of business was for the day? We're going on a new adventure. Oh, most excellent. Something that will bring more great res- great reputation to the house, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know if you could say that exactly. I mean, we are still, you know, stealing, after all. Tony, you do realize the possible ramifications of doing this, right? No. Okay, well, if you get caught by saying too much to the wrong person, Uh anything like that, your whole family's going to be probably executed? cast under. I don't know about executed. The Lord Mistborn. I'm going to be in the other room where there's that plenty of plausible bad. deniability to see too. <laughs> yes, yeah, please, please, witness. <laughs> You're a man of discerning taste. You, I'm sure you. Oh my! The plausible deniability is boiling over. Yes, it is. Rushes into the kitchen. Wow, that's a dish I've never heard of before. It must be really fancy. Alibi pie. might need to be more down, though. So it's going to be dangerous until we win. Yes. And you do realize that we're stealing something from the Lord Mistborn. Not a bad person. The person who actually gave us a bead of adium for our heroic deeds. Yeah. Risky. Well, now he's gonna get a little bit something else. He's gonna he's gonna give us a box of spikes and a book. It sounds like. Yeah. I think what, while they're talking about this, Merida's gonna go to like the doors and um, burn tin and kind of try to hear if anyone's like listening in, like through the doors or something. Um, you don't hear anybody outside. And you do hear Wittens in the kitchen humming very, very loudly. <laughs> so, uh, why don't we go get a glass of milk or something? I mean, my mouth's real dry now. Oh, just just ask Wittens. I'm sure we've got plenty on hand. So I would just slank into the kitchen and uh, kind of sneak up behind Wittens and what he's doing and, and jump at him and go, Boo! Uh, give me a physique roll plus one. All right. Okay, I got two fours, two twos, and a three. Okay, uh, you uh, sneak around, and you get right behind him, and then you uh, yell boo. And as he turns around, the um, he actually goes in, like to stab you, and you're able to flip right out of the way as he uh, his instinctual reaction is just to take the knife he was holding and just immediately attack with it. And then he's just like, oh! You must not sneak up on old men with reflexes like this. And then he turns around and starts cutting the vegetables that he had pulled out. Hey, is that any way to treat an old friend? 
Say, buddy, old pal, you wouldn't happen to have any milk. You could always pour me a glass and a teacup if you'd like. <laughs> go and have a seat. I will bring a service out shortly. All right, so I would just go sit down and take finally take Sonichu out of my coat and put him on my shoulder. I'm sorry, but I can just imagine Witten's like trying to serve him poison or something. <laughs> That's why I'm gonna have the bird Not test yet. it first. <laughs> He's been warned, so Witten's is just watching and waiting. <laughs> My time will come. One teacup from the line. Hey, Witten's, uh, listen, we're about ready to come into a pretty big inheritance, pal, and. I've been noticing this place that you've been butlering at is pre- it's pretty shabby. Say, I'm about ready to get a pretty big place myself. What, 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 what do you think about becoming a butler for me? I have served House LaRue for my whole life. I don't know. This place is pretty cool. Let's say it was once owned by someone uh, pretty famous, I guess you could say. There really can't be any real estate like that, because the world ended about 20 years ago. Yeah, but now it's a whole new world, and we're going to be doing stuff that we've never even thought of before. (laughs) Master Tajmil, I am very confused at the moment. Hey, Master Tajmil, I like the way that sounds. It rolls off the tongue pretty good. So what do you say? Uh, what what about here in, oh, I don't know, a couple, uh, maybe a couple weeks or so? We get this, uh... If you're asking me if I want to work with you, then my response is rust off. And he walks into the room with a tea kettle. Alright, well, I'm thinking if we're gonna try to steal a book, then maybe we should get to know books better. Wittens, do we have any books on hand? Uh, there is a small selection in the library. However, I don't believe any of those titles are interesting. If I know your mother, she took anything that wouldn't be torturous to read when she ransacked the house. Well, I guess I gotta start somewhere. And Tony goes up to to go grab the, some books. Okay, you head into the study. And most of the uh, bookshelves that are left there are completely empty. You do find one small shelf that has a, uh, a number of books that were uh, approved by the Lord Ruler as safe to read, and then the only one more modern than that is the Words of Founding. All right, Tony grabs the Words of Founding and a handful of random other books and then comes back to the common room and plops down and just starts reading. Good job, Tony. I'm proud of you. Finally poking, picking up a book. Thank you, Merida. Still not allowed to read my book. What's a silver of infinity? She looks at Tony and then grabs the book. It's sliver of infinity. Oh, okay. I have no idea what that means. Hey, who's this Rajak guy? The Lord Rajak? He's the guy who used to be the Lord Ruler. Oh. Oh, okay. So Rashek oh, is like his, his title. It's his name. <laughs> hey, Falcone. Well, they're dicking with this book. Why don't me and you? I don't know. Why don't we go to the docks and skip some stones, or just do something other than hang out in this stuffy old manor with my new butler that is may or may not be trying to kill me. I have heard butlers do have a tendency to assassinate the masters. What? <laughs> 
Don't worry, Master Tony. It's only in the Ladrian line. Oh, okay. I think you have many people to worry about being assassinated from, but not your butler. Yeah, that's why I like him. That's why I only hire, you know, I only hire the best. I was referring to Tony. I don't think it applies to you. Oh. Trust me, Master Tajbil, you will not hire the best. <laughs> I just look down sad. And, uh... Merida claps, Wiccans on the back. Wittens. 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 We've been over this. He's <laughs> this not is multiple so witches. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Merida claps, Wittens on the back. Uh, Master Tony, it seems to me if you are doing something that is, um, well, to put it bluntly, illegal and dangerous, then uh, do you have any assurances that the people you are with will share the risk with you? Uh, no offense to all of you, except Tajmil. <laughs> Just glare at him and then turn I, away. I thought, isn't that how illegal works? If If we're all together, don't we all get in trouble? I just let out a laugh right there. You guys are crazy. I, I we, Yes, if we're doing this, we, we have got to stick together, but this other group that we're working with and whatnot, I'm not too sure that we can trust them, and two, I'm sure that they're going to want us to split some of whatever we do get. So there is also another group outside of this one. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I don't know that much about them. They were just, you know, with the guy who hired us. We should invite them for tea. We'll have an icebreaker party. Oh, boy. I don't know if we want them over here, to be honest. They didn't seem oh, too happy with us. we should go over there. Yeah. We, we have already been there once. So. Yeah, probably want to hold off on that unless properly announced through our go-between. But that's what we got Snee for. Oh, yeah, Wittens, can you send a, a servant to let them know that we're calling on them? Master Tony, I don't think I need to remind you of this, but I am your only servant left in the household, and I am not in any shape to run across town to go say hi to your thieving neighbors. <laughs> Say, uh, Wittens, just so you know, bud, uh, uh, we're not gonna be covering whatever health expenditures you do have at your new place of employment at, at my soon-to-be manor. I don't know why you're still talking to All me. Alright, Tajmil, I don't know about going about docks, but I'll get you out of here before Wittens is forced into you for much longer. Let's go. All I'm saying is it would be important to have some sort of agreement between all of the members of this group. Oh, that sounds like a really good idea. Yeah. Like a blood kind pact. Of oath. You used to have something like it when mm. a soldier. You would sign up and be conscripted. I don't know. We've never firmly sat ourselves as a group. I suppose I could learn to write with script. In that kind of way. Well, I think you should also come up with a name. Most groups have a name. All right. Tajmil and his band of thieves. All right, guys, Denied. let's go. Never oh. mind. You don't need a name. Come on, hands in. Ready? One, two, three, go team. I just would do that by myself. Hey, I have an idea. Why don't we name ourselves the Fluffles Gang? Hmm. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Rolls off the tongue good. What do you think, Falcone? You like... 
Fuffles Gang? I kind of like it. I don't know. I don't. It sounds good. No about that. <laughs> uh. I'm not big on the gang part though, because we're adventurers. Yeah, that's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. I think it won't make much sense when Fluffles isn't around, which might happen. So it wouldn't be fair to him. What? We're not going to lose Fluffles again. Witten, can can you come up with something to make sure that? That if I go out with Fluffles, he won't run away or get lost? Oh, certainly. I don't think that will be much an issue at all. Well, then how about the Fluffles crew? Ooh, there we go. Perfect. Yeah, Fluffles crew. Sounds like a nice cereal. <laughs> and, and Tony pulls out Fluffles and gives him a big hug and starts riding effect. Uh, David, if you don't want this to happen, I think you need to speak up, because you've got three no, I Well, <laughs> obviously I can't argue, but I definitely don't think Lord Falco would want to be called that. Yeah, what What do you mean? He, he said he wants the best. The Fluffles crew. Let's go. Let's get him, crew. Fluffles is the best Miss Rabbit out there. You know, it actually kind of sounds more like a form of uh, toilet paper, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Commander reaches over and pets Fluffles. You know, it's funny because I've been told on Twitter that uh, Merda in uh, Brazilian Portuguese means shit. <laughs> <laughs> what does Tajmel mean? Probably uh, just Tajmel. It probably doesn't have any equivalent. I don't know. I've not had anybody from Twitter tell me anything about Tajmel. Oh. Sure, it means poop, maybe in, like, Icelandic or something. Well, I think we're called the Fluffles crew now, if David's um, not going to argue. I don't think Pretty it's much. worth arguing, I guess. <laughs> you like it? No. Not at all. <laughs> How not? I mean, we've, speak up, like, uh, let, Fel uh. let Falcone be heard if he's not a fan. No, I mean, he stated his issue with it, but if three out of four people are all for it, then go for it. We should make a banner. Wittens, can <laughs> can we make a banner? Yeah, go get the <laughs> markers and paper. <laughs> Falcom will leave and come back with uh, paper and coloring utensils. Falcom will? Wow. See? Yeah, Wittens, I'm sorry. Oh, man, I was hoping that he was going to go with that. All right, guys. And Witten, and uh, now I'm doing it. Then Tony, Tony puts down the book and starts coloring. <laughs> well, this is not exactly where I saw this going. I'm going to go back to the kitchen where I can't muck things up any worse. <laughs> what do you mean, Wittens? This is the best. Be careful with that plausible deniability. It sounded dangerous. Actually, on second thought, a falcon... I'm going to take you up on your offer to get out of this place. I need to get back to my own home anyways later tonight, so I'll meet you guys back here in a day or so. Sounds good. I'll just chill here at the free lodging. You can help me color and then help me understand the books. Sure. She, like, leans back and leaves all the coloring to Tony. <laughs> and Tony, like, hands one of the coloring utensils to Fluffles so Fluffles can get in on it. And you never got it back. <laughs> okay, so uh, 
Falcom and Tajmil, was there anything that you guys were going to do outside of the manor, or are you just split? Yes, up? I was going to step. I was going to step out of the manor, look at Falcom after the door closed with real big eyes, and say "woo," and then like act like I'm wiping sweat from my brow, and then just be like shaking my head like I'm making a no, like you know, and saying that place was a nut house. What? Tony's place or yes, are you kidding Alloy's me? conversation? Fluffles, that's the worst. The only idea, the only reason I agreed with the idea for that team name is I thought that the uh, that magician's butler was gonna try and kill me or something. <laughs> You're a fully functioning coin shot. You shouldn't fear for your life from a butler. Listen, I don't know what kind of stuff that this butler has picked up from that magician over the years, but I know how, the slate of hand, all that stuff. You, I, I don't know what he's going to pull. Could be a, it could be a rabbit out of a hat. It could be a, um, could be a bunch of kolosk. I, I don't think you have anything to fear there. Where you want to go then, uh, Falcone? I don't know. I think I might actually just head back to my place. Alright, alright, I feel you. Well, just, uh, get at me later, you know? Uh, if I need you, I'll send yeah. my bird after. Okay, let me know. Right on. And I just walk off and be like, doing a jig as I'm walking. <laughs> alright, I think that's a good place for us to stop the episode. Uh, Merida and Tony are hanging out on the home base, and Lord Falcom and Tajmil are splitting up to go their separate ways. Thank you all for listening very much. I uh, hope you've enjoyed. We are going to do be, be doing advancements a little bit differently this time around. Uh, I think I was a little oh, too open-handed with them, which is what caused some of the issue in Season 1. And so don't expect any advancements until around Episode 5 of this season. Uh, otherwise, welcome back to Season 2. Thank you for being patient with us. Hopefully you've enjoyed uh, coming back here and getting back up with the main crew. Um, if you do like our show... Make sure you tell your friends. That's the best way to help us out is just to get out there and spread the word. The more people that hear it, the better. Um, we enjoy sharing what we've been doing and what we've been enjoying with all of you. And so we'd love to get the word out to more Sanderson fans. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter or Facebook or anywhere else uh, at LLOS Podcast. Anyway, we'll catch you in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game, the Alloy of Law Supplement, and the Masks of the Past Supplement are owned by Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at LLOS Podcast, or join our Discord community. We hope that you'll give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. And make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. And it's pronounced Ferrochemy, not Ferrochemy. What? <laughs> Sorry. Well played. It's a joke that two people understood, I guess. What no, is it? The, the um one of the times that David and I were first talking about Mistborn, I had not ever heard anybody ever say Ferrochemy before. And so in my head I was just saying Ferrochemy. And so as soon as as soon as David said Ferrochemy, I'm like, Oh, iron chemistry.
That makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> Ferocious, yeah. Oh, that's what you thought it was. Yeah, it and it rolls off the tongue. Ferocious. Yeah, it sounds well. like it's something yeah. completely different, though. Brandon says that's okay. <laughs>